podcast is part of the Pod Syndicate family. For more criminally compelling shows, articles, and conversations, head to wearepodsyndicate.com. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and welcome to episode 360 of Film Bastards. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Foster, and as ever, I am joined by... Becky Foster, hello everyone. And I'm also joined by... Ian Loring, hello. And we are also joined by... <laughs> Somebody say something. Didn't discuss the order. Jordan McGrath. <laughs> Jordan McGrath and... Well, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure being on. I was Andrew Jones. <laughs> what are we covering this week? Well, it's here. It arrived. Cinema is back. We've all been to cinema before, apart from Andrew. Uh, but cinema is properly back because a biggie has come out. It's finally happened. Tenet has happened. So oh. we're going to cover that. Andrew, what? is this your first visit back to the cinema? Yes, yes, it was. Oh, how did you find it? Uh, scary until I got there. Yeah, go. it's not bad when you get there, is it? No. You're locked away and they close the door and they warn you they're going to put in coronavirus gas at some point during the film. It was actually quite <laughs> exciting. Oh, dear. Oh, no, you've cut across my entry. No, it's just asking about I'm going to the cinema. <laughs> uh, what else we got? We've got um, trailers. There's actually been some because there was the um, DC... Fandle! <laughs> <laughs> Called Fandom because I was about to call Fandom. Welcome to the Fandom. Like yeah, Fandom. Yeah. 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 But I, I thought in my brain, I thought, no, nah, I've made that up. I mean, you do do that. So yeah, that has been that has been trailer bits. Um, well, Fandom. Loving the energy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So fuck it. Let's let, let's get in. Uh, Ian, has there been any news? Fandom! Um, nah, not really. Well, Kings, the King's Man just got pushed back to February next year because Disney believe that the only bit of their content worth releasing, releasing in cinemas this year is the New Mutants. Um, so, um, well done them. Um, fucking apparently in less than 48 hours i would have seen that film and i still don't believe it um <laughs> so either on their app no, no. I saw, you tweeted them didn't you I did. <laughs> so the app basically told us to delete the internet to see if it, like, that'll work <laughs> <That's> <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> i thought a literal video of it not there they were like oh we'll have to look into this then like, you just fucking said it's there and it's it, not. You jumped into my conversation with Cineworld like you didn't trust me to get it across clearly enough. No, I just... Oh, fuck you. Look, look, it's not there, Cineworld. <laughs> I sent them a video. You did send them a video. I was angry about the fact they tried to claim that it was there. It wasn't. Yeah, exactly. And I was, they were like, oh, try deleting the app and reinstalling it. I was like, oh, fuck's sake, but then I'll have to log in yeah, again. more oh, shit I've it's got to do. do. So, but I did it and it still fucking wasn't there. Liars. I'm pretty sure the BBFC title card is going to come up and then inversion is going to happen. I'm I'm, I'm telling you, title card's going to come up, there's going to be a big flash of a poster and then it's just going to be X-Men 3 playing. Do you reckon? And just going to hope nobody notices. Ben Foster, yay! 
just because of the anticipation that there's been and the the, the ride to this point, the journey. It, 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 I'm invested, it, and I don't even like anyone. That's it's going it. to be the most six out of ten thing that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, anticipation. Just because they've dragged it out for so long, like I want it because they've kept it from me for so long. It's Chinese <laughs> democracy, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it got to the point where their Comic Con thing literally said, "Coming to cinemas, we hope." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, question no, mark I, zero, question mark one. Well, yeah, well, I mean, we'll get to that, absolutely. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Kingsman moved. Um, it Disney seem very skittish still, um, and yeah, basically, it's all going to be all Netflix films and. Bill and Ted face the VPN, as someone on my Twitter called it earlier on. Um, did you um, did you get a new trailer for Kingsman be- before Tenet? But what did the trailer tra- 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 with assistance? I know, but you always forget about the ones you've actually seen in cinemas. You just it wasn't. Out. I don't think it was a new trailer. No, I've seen it before that one. Oh, it was new to me. I it, was, it was just a longer trailer with different bits. I think it's maybe the second one. I mean, what's everyone's thoughts? Because I just it just looks awful i don't know why Gemma artin has to do a northern accent that seems wrong because she's kind kind of ticking a tick box of one of my kinks i i don't know yeah but she's got such a great normal accent just have her do that if she wants or hire a northern lass very salt of the earth though isn't she and she's i think it's because she's got a clipped accent and they want her to be the the plucky the, the the common one. The common one, yeah. So she's got an It is it, it is literally it looks like a public schoolboy's Maspertarian dream. Caught in saying that, I, I, I hated the trailer for the first two movies and liked the movies. Is it one of them that he ends up getting anal off some woman in a, a prison cell? Yes. I mean that's, that's, not, that's, that's, well, that's not aged well. It's not very right. Disney. No. I mean, well, well, it was consensual. I mean, it's a bit fucking crass, though, isn't it? If you save the world, we can do it in the bum. Yeah, I, 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 I great line. What was with that? It's just a bit. I don't know. What? It just doesn't. You've improved. It doesn't feel right in the movie. It doesn't feel right in real life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. dear. What are your thoughts on that, Bex? Sorry. <laughs> um. Ted <laughs> up. Um, this is the Tenet episode. Everyone's going to yeah. be listening. Nobody's going to be fucking listening. Nobody bloody listened to the episode last week, according to our analytics. I'm not bitter at all. I listened to your episode. Yes, you did. And I'm, I think George did. Um, you know, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And Rob was brilliant. I enjoyed talking to him. Yeah, so Get him again. Yeah, too right. Anyway, um, what else happened? I'm... Sorry? Are we, is there any more news-oriented trailers? Uh, PTA's shooting a film where Bradley Cooper looks like a sex pest. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I am very down for whatever this is going to be. Indeed. Um, I don't know. Fandom. Sorry, what? Fandom. Yeah. Fandom! Appreciate the it. Trailers. We got, we got trailers, didn't we? Trailers are From plenty. Fandom. <laughs> yeah yeah we did wonder woman 84 is a fucking swing yes um the cheetah woman i'm 
I'm kind of up for Kristen Wiig being all fucking poison ivy-y. Yeah. But I'm not entirely sure I'm going to be able to come now that I know that she's a cheater. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, you've seen cats like 50 times. Go full cheater. I mean, yeah, she turns into a full cheater. I mean, the, 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 the thing is about cats is I've, I've come so many times over that film that the only way I can maintain an erection now is while having sex, I imagine Ray Winstone talking about how he's the terror of the Thames. <laughs> but don't you want to watch a film which basically shows the gradual evolution of how someone becomes cats? It's like going in the background. It's like watching cats grow up. No, I just realised that's creepy. Yeah, no. Nah. No, I'm not into it. I mean, the film looks all right. It looks like the third act's going to be a fucking trash fire, but... But everyone loved the first movie and the third act of that was a trash fire. Do you yeah, know what? This film kind of had me since there's that there's that shot in the trailer where she shrugs off the, those gold wings and she looks really fucking cool doing it and it's had me since that point, so I'm on board. And then in this trailer, it's got um, the best Chris, according best, the best to you. Chris. Doing 100%. like an 80s fashion show situation. Doing a pretty woman, yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm fine. I might just get up and leave after that bit. Just after that bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'll have to wait like five minutes to let yourself subside. Oh yeah. yeah I, I would literally, I'd be like, like I'm just gonna go now. It, it, it's peaked. Yeah. It's peaked. Yeah. Like, no, it, it, go down and then leave. No, yeah, I'm like, I'm no, yeah. man, just pretend you're a hunchback. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know what crotch out. You're <laughs> just like yeah. thrusting forward. Just go forward. Fuck him up. <laughs> Crotch out, singing he's the best Chris. Just pointing at the screen going, best Chris! Best Chris! <laughs> you can't do this, Hemsworth! Oh, God. Anyway. Uh, Kiki? Kiki, no? No, you're done. But yeah, you're done. So, so, what, 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 right. yeah. Wonder Woman 84, is everyone up for it? Yeah, I am. Fuck it, why not? I didn't even like the first one, I'm up for this one, so. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I'm really up for this one. Yeah. It's going to be weird. It's going to be I mean, ballsy and weird. Peter action as well. Oh, yeah. It, it looks messy as fuck. It looks mental. But I'm, I'm kind of like, do you know what? Why not? And it looks like she has like a bit of a Catwoman situation going on where she goes from like plain Jane to wearing like really slutty clothes in between like when she's the cheater, but like not when she's an actual furry cheater. Yeah. That she just has this whole like, fuck it, kind of I'm going to embrace my personiness. Situation. Like I, I, I hope it's a gradual thing and just like she just has like for, for random, it walks around with one paw. <laughs> one fucking poor arm. I'm thinking she's not like a fluffy cheater all the time. I'm thinking maybe it like third act. Third act she becomes full. Yeah. You put it, but and unreversible. It's like beast. It's like proper beast. I hope it's like a mix. <laughs> she's just eating a cereal. And she's eating a, a, a cereal, and she goes, <laughs> my head's like, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Just fucking just head. flicks out all the fucking Cheerios out of it and just fucking goes to town on that milk. She's a ball. Fucking Cheerios. Fuck off. It's Cat. weird that film's been ready for basically a year now, though, right? Yeah, because it wasn't it. It was supposed was to come out the tail, like the tail end of last year, wasn't it? Yeah. And then it was moved to early this year and then summer, because why not at that point? Yeah. That and works. Then again. It'll be it'll be interesting though because I think a, a lot of whether they actually stick with the October release date is going to do with how Tenet does 
and how the world does over the next few weeks because it's like cases are fucking increasing everywhere but if governments don't close cinemas then maybe warner just fucking go with it well i'm just i'm just worried i don't want it to have too many dated references (laughs) that's very good thank you Uh, we, we got a Suicide Squad teaser of sorts, which was just a load of names. This has all the people in it. It has a lot of people in it, yeah. It does. King, King, King Shark is my new best friend. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. I reckon I reckon about halfway through that, they just started just fucking making up characters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is this is, this is, this is fucking Dot Face Man. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, is... a big, I'm a big fan of Ratcatcher 2. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is Tim the Jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> fucking any names. You could have stuck a name in there, couldn't they? You could, yeah. Yeah. So uh, repair, man. <laughs> this is Gary. Just Gary. I mean, there, there must be someone called Gary in the DC Why is that not anymore? Apparently, Gary is Gary. The, it's the it's the fastest um, decreasing name in Britain. Oh, Gary's going extinct. Gary's going extinct. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But Gazes. I mean, if Gary's gone, Gazes are gone. I know, but like, I I feel like there's some people out there that would just like legally name their child Gaz. Certain types. But apparently, Dua is uh, becoming an increasingly popular yeah. girl's name. I read this morning. Christ, yeah, that's that, I, I, I will guarantee you that ninety percent of that is is in Liverpool. She's <laughs> <laughs> a very popular in Liverpool. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, Suicide Squad doesn't give you much, does it? No, Courtney's back. It doesn't. What more do you want? Yeah. yeah, I am very much up for the return of Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Yeah. That is. is Jordan still awake? I'm sorry, I'm very low energy. <laughs> I'm oh, I'm God. still relatively pissed. As in drunk or annoyed? Oh, annoyed. Oh, I'm sorry. Have a, have a sugary drink. Cheer you I right. Should. Fine, I'll get you a sugary drink. Zero sugar. Actually. It's Pepsi Max. Uh, the what else there. we got? What other trails we got? Um, uh, Snyder Cut. Nah. Hallelujah. I he really likes that. Oh, Hallelujah he really has a picture for that thing, doesn't he? It's, it's like he really fucking likes it. Mm. I think this. I I've just I've got a feeling the Snyder Cut's going to go so wrong. Um. Why? What What could cause that? No, but I mean, just that fucking tweet they put out as well. Where it's filmed for he, grown-ups. he was just like, my film, my films for grown-ups, and like it, it's it's a different demographic. It's like Jesus wept, and that whole situation is fascinating. That the whole like I haven't used a single frame of Joss Whedon's one, blah blah blah. It, it's, but it, it's like he got kicked off the project, but legitimately. Didn't he agree to leave because his daughter just committed suicide? He couldn't continue finishing the project because, uh, yeah, his family had a horrible, horrible tragedy. And and now it, it it's so and now weird. he's actually so indignant about things. And it's like, it was tough. I, it was a horrible thing to happen. Yeah. But I mean, like he released him from his contract because he had something shit go on, and now he's been. It, I, I, it, 
it all seems to be, I think, this is just he's really angry with Joss Whedon. It just doesn't. This is Zack Snyder fucking hates Joss Whedon, and that is why we have the Snyder Cut. Well, you'd have to be a dick about it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, graceful win. I'm fine with him being a dick about Joss Whedon. <laughs> Fair. I'm all for it. No, it I mean, a, like, it gets a star just for that. If it's a five star movie, it's getting six because he hates Joss Whedon. I feel like it's probably not going to be a five star. Yeah, no, good luck. Stop. I don't think you'll have that problem. No, it'll be a nice problem I have. Mm. Well, yeah, you never go into a movie hoping it's shit, do you? But I do have concerns. Well, is is this actually a movie considering it's going to be four one-hour parts? Really, doing it one hours? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah that's, so, that's television. Like a mini series, that isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. guys can't watch it. Then. I'll watch it in one yeah. block. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. I'll recut it. I'll recut it and call the mark cut. The mark cut. Yeah. Uh, you're not allowed to see it because you're a snob about TV. You're still there, 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 in the film bastards chat earlier on. There was a bit of a chat which Becky didn't react very well to, and I think she's still annoyed about it. Because Mark and I got a bit fucking shitty about TV, didn't we, Becky? I mean, a little bit, yeah. You called it the haunting of blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't sit very well. But, you know, if you want to restrict yourself to not watching premium TV shows that are actually really, really good. Yeah, literally, that is exactly what I want to do. (laughs) But you're going to miss work by filmmakers going using different media... That you really like for no fucking reason. Because I have to sit there for hours. It's just boring. I tried with Hunting of Hill House. You didn't try very hard. You watched like one episode. I watched three episodes. No, you didn't actually. You watched two episodes because you watched the establishing episode and you watched the Shirley episode and then you hated Shirley, so you wouldn't watch the rest of it. I watched the third episode. You did not. I did. I watched eight minutes of it and I fell asleep. You fucking. Whatever. Literally, there That's not watching the third episode. Fall asleep, Mark. Fall asleep. Oh, you, you're a dickhead. So we tried to move on to that Stranger Things thing, and it was fucking awful. Right, that's fine. I get it with that. But this, like, Mike Flanagan is a director that you like. It's in a genre that you like. You just purely won't watch it because you're being a snob. You know what I could do instead? I could watch all Mike Flanagan's movies in the same amount of time would take me to watch that series. That's fine, but you still won't have watched that series, so you still won't have got that element of his work, will you? I'll watch some good movies, though, I you're just you're insufferable I've got to sleep though it's got a sweet sweet jam have you seen that already I know I can watch it again right but you can still watch that again as well it's not either or it is you're such a dickhead why are you such a dickhead I look at it I don't know why you care so much I watch Chris Farley movies upstairs well partly that infecting my house I'm not making you anything nice for dinner tonight Black Adam. <laughs> well, it wasn't exactly a fucking trailer, was it? No. It was the Rock say, like, basically going, "Here's another one of my black brands, which I'm really pumped to uh, bring yeah. out, and uh, you know, drink my water, drink my tequila, and I've got a new uh, line of training gear coming out next week." Black Adam, yeah, whatever. Don't, don't you think? Doing some investment thing as well. I saw an advert on Twitter the other day, and I was like. What? Yeah, what? acorns something or other. Like, and yeah, yeah, it's like some financial institution he's getting involved in. He's just bought the fucking XFL, um, 
like in some sort of football league in America. It's just every single fucking thing that Dwayne Johnson does now just feels like this is another extension of my brand. Mm, oh, it it feels really calculated. It, uh, it, puts, it, it puts me right off. I'll mm. be on like it really does. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I like I like him and stuff, and I, I like Tobbs and Shaw and whatnot. But it's just I'm not particularly interested in watching Dwayne Johnson be a fucking superhero. No. It, it, it seems like the moment's passed a little bit. For that like um, Hobbs is kind of a superhero. It just this it did look like a um, the opening of like a, a early noughties DVD menu. Yeah, it's a fair shout. But I mean, I don't think a direct has a director even been announced for this fucking thing yet. It's like what 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 exactly was it? It was just hey, you all know I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Was that not yeah. it? It basically was, yeah. It was like, you know, this Black Adam thing that we've been talking about for ages. Yeah, it's finally happening. I'm doing it. John Collette Sarah yeah. seems to be involved. So obviously he's working happily with him after uh, Country Cruise. with uh, whatever Jungle Cruise. That's the one. Tom Cruise. I mean, Tom Cruise is a superhero. That's something I wouldn't mind seeing. He already is. Even though, to be fair, Ethan Hunt basically is a superhero. Yeah. Uh, um. So it, was there any, I mean, like... From a video game side, Gotham Knights looks pretty good. The Suicide Squad thing's too far out to really know. And, yeah, the Batman. Should we talk about Batman? The Batman. The Batman. Yeah, the Batman. Wet Lips has said that he is the batman mm. uh no one has said he's the batman in this no um they're stupid they are but there was an awful lot of punching <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Robert pattinson's a bit of a a scary terrifying monster he's a bit of a brawler isn't he isn't yeah it? bit of a lad I mean, it, it, it's it's a really really fucking good trailer. I said to Mark after we watched it, like what I really like is I was thinking when we were watching the the Nolan Batman's and like he wears like the cowl, but then his eyes are kind of black behind it, but you never see him putting on or taking off his like black makeup behind the cowl, whereas or with with it just on and not not the cowl, and you're doing this, and I, I feel like that's quite nice. Yeah, like, it's, it's nice to get in my, the man behind yeah, the cowl. Get in the uh, my chemical Batman. <laughs> yeah. Colin Farrell in it. Right? What the hell? Have they just slapped Play-Doh all over him and just called it a win? Like, it, it, he's unrecognisable. I genuinely didn't know that it was Colin Farrell. Um, no, I, 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 and people, I saw all these things about it and I was like, why did they keep putting that picture up and saying about Colin Farrell? And it wasn't until I actually properly read something, I went, oh wait, that is Colin Farrell. Fucking hell. I love all the um, who is it Richard Kind? Yeah. Yeah, all the, the those kind of comparisons that are going around, and they did the uh, Richard Kind, and it's a picture for a picture of him, and then Richard Mean, and it's a picture of Oswald Copperpot. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyed Come that. On, and let's go and kill someone. <sighs> yeah, it's I, I mean, there's only like what thirty percent of the movie actually shot so far. Yeah. 
I'd say they're keen, and especially and more keen, having seen how good he is in Tenet, which we'll get to. Yeah. Is, that it? is that it for trailers? George, what George. did you think of the Batman? <laughs> to be honest, I watched it whilst at the gym on my phone, so therefore I didn't really see much of it. Um, it yeah, he looks all right. Um uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm very, very low energy. Sure. Do you, 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 we're not. If you, if you want to drop off, mate, you're welcome to. Like, it, I, think, it, I, we, I think I might. I think. Yeah, I, I don't want to. We don't want to force you to be on, dude. It's all good. No, no. I, I, right. I look for. I look forward to being on, but it's just like all oh, crap just happened before, and I'm just. It's not. Not on the thing. I'm. I'm just pissed off at myself. That's all right. No worries, guys. Either oh, way, my, my, my thing to tenant, tenant was very, 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 very good. Ah, oh, good. Glad to act a job. <laughs> see you later. All right, mate. Take care. See you later on, job. Hope your day gets better. Yeah, see you, man. Uh, just to confirm, uh, if anybody's worried, George just... Um, had an unfortunate in, uh, incident today. Uh, he's fine. Nothing like medically wrong or anything like that. Just in case anybody's worried, he's just had a bad day. Um, he's taken one down. Just sing a sad song and turn it around. Would it be inappropriate to get in the car and just drive up and give him a hug? If you, I feel like he needs a hug. Give him a virtual hug. Oh. In your boy chat. <laughs> Um, but no, I mean, uh, but thank you to George for uh, making the effort to come on anyway, even though he, uh, bless him, he obviously wasn't in the right frame of mind to talk films. But, but we, will, we will have him back on for something very shortly. Yeah, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you want to see more of George, uh, we are a pod syndicate podcast uh, and you can go <laughs> listen to um, George because his film, her movie, released a new uh, episode last week. Um, they're back. They're back. Back in the game. Did they do Priscilla? Yes, they did. I fucking love to watch that again. I love Priscilla Queen of the Desert. I think that's coming back out or uh, there's a cinematic release later on this year. <gasps> November, I believe. Snap. Go on, go for that. Um, the um, Ammonite trailer. Ian, as you have um, <laughs> coined, uh, what is it? Um, portrait of a Winslet on Ronan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is just magnificent and what it should have been called. Thank you. Um, I did... I did I chuckled a lot at that. Like, it was a good two or three looker at it. <laughs> <laughs> to keep chuckling. Thank you, sir. I mean, yeah, it's um, this has also been announced as the closing night film of LFF, I believe. Um, so it's going to be... It's a scary um, note, then. <laughs> well, sure, quite. Um, so it's, it, but it's also going to be screening in like cinemas across the UK on on like the same night. Um, I believe it doesn't come out here until like early 2021. So that'll be um, that, that that'll be good. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, even though it 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 is portrait of a Winslet on Ronan. Um, I'm a little bit worried that maybe portrait of a lady on fire has kind of stolen its thunder a little bit. But um, I'm I'm up for Winslet eating the fuck out of Ronan. That's fine. It, 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 it looks incredibly dull. <laughs> I just feel like we've already seen this film done probably better. Yeah. It does look very similar. It does. 
And I don't like whatever her name is, Ronan. That's it. What? What's wrong with Sasha Ronan? I don't like her. What's she done to you? I just don't like her. I don't like her energy. It's like me with Reese Witherspoon. No, you don't like her chin. Okay, that was I have direct. no tangible reason for this. <laughs> her cold, dead, icy blue eyes probably don't help. That's her key thing, is she's got these weird eyes. Yeah. I'm not I'm not feeling it. Okay, but if she was like a, playing a serial killer, if she you and are. Stanley Tucci swapped roles in The Lovely Bones, would you be, <laughs> would you be okay with that? That actually might be why I don't like her. Actually, yeah, the lovely bones might be why I don't like her. I haven't seen the lovely bones. You're fine. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I've got to this point without seeing the lovely bones. I think I'm all right. It's unequivocally yeah. shit. If you've read the book, it's offensively shit. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm stealing this from the Blank Check podcast, but it's true. Um, or no, it's either. Yeah, I think it was. Like. When he got Stanley Tucci got nominated for Best Supporting Actor at the Oscars, yes. when it cuts back to him, he looks so fucking embarrassed. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that's on their Reddit. You can see the gif of that. It's yeah. quite something. It's amazing. Um, yeah, Lovely Bones. What a piece of shit. Yeah. Do you know what? Actually, thinking back, Atonement probably started it because her character's a piece of shit in that film. But yeah, Lovely Bones sealed it. That's why. That yeah. Fair enough. I will just never forgive her for the lovely bones. I mean, I said fair enough. He's probably not fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give a shit. But, but that, that's fine. <laughs> I, have, I have had less good reasons. I have, I have plenty of hills that I will, I, I will die on that are a lot, <laughs> a lot smaller than that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so, yes, so, fuck it. What, 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 that's it, trailers? Yeah. Fuck off, trailers. Fuck off, trailers. Dickhead. One thing I will Back say trailers related but not well i'm definitely not a new trailer um no time to die i i, I would have thought they'd have put together a new fucking trailer no, they don't showing in no, front of they Tenet. don't give a shit until that movie comes out now that's it they're, they're done ready to go yeah they locked all their marketing yep. back in march it's like that's it we've we've, we've, com- yeah. we've completed our job it is it, it literally it, it is that it is we're not doing anything else until the movie comes out and then it, it we, we'll release it if we feel you deserve it. That, that... Oh, sorry, Bex, go on. I was just going to say, it's just unfortunate because it now, it comes on, it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, not this again. Whereas before, yeah. obviously, yeah. it's like, ooh, Bond trailer. Now it's like, I've seen this 500 fucking times already. <laughs> it's like That's kind of the job of a Bond trailer, though, isn't it? Just to you make you go like, oh, it's still here. Come on. <laughs> it's one of those, That's it, a whole Bond franchise. It, it's literally, though, it, it will be almost like a year by the time that film comes out, since the trailer was started showing. I just, I feel like the, the purpose of a trailer is to make you want to see the film. It is actively making me want to see it less every time I see it now. It's, I'm, I'm still kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, who fucking, who fucking knows how long we'll see that trailer for? That, like, that will probably get pushed at some point. Yeah. I feel like just, just pull the trailer for a little while then. No, because they've got well, nothing else. They've got to put it in front of Tenet because it's the only film people are coming back to the well, cinema for. Well, yeah, I mean, this is the thing. It was like the King's Man trailer played yesterday and then they yeah. fucking pushed that back. You know I what I mean? I, I didn't hear about the King's Man being pushed back until about 20 minutes ago. Same. <laughs> uh, well, also, well, we got we got a, a trailer for um, Bill and Ted's, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Really? Yeah. yeah. We bought the full trailer for it. Is that not- cinematic release isn't it yes yep. end of well, september like the end of september and it's out in the us on a couple hours time oh. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I'd rather wait and see him in there. Mark's a strong no comment on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Probably next week, I think. Oh, okay. I'll just, yeah. DPM the shit out of it. <laughs> Bill and Ted and the New Mutants. Oh, of course, yeah, New Mutants are doing that, are Yeah. Exactly, I've got that. With five years younger than she is now, Maisie Williams and your Taylor Joy. It's just, it's just been around for so long. They're going to watch it and go, oh, it looks so young. I think I read some of the, one of them, one of the guys in it, has got married and had a kid that's had its first <laughs> birthday since he last, what is it? I think, I'm think i sure I read that. It's, it's, either, it's one of the cast met his wife, wow. got married, and Han has had a kid that's had its first birthday since he finished shooting his scenes. Wow. <laughs> Five release date shifts. That's insane. That's crazy. April 2018, it was going to come out. I, 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 I literally, there's part of me that hopes that, that it is just <laughs> an absolute fucking trash player. Oh, wait, I mean, it, it looks kind of, kind of crap, let's be honest. I think it's yeah. going to be the most middlingly empty experience. Yeah. What I don't want, what I don't want is to come out and go, it's fine. Either want it to be that was actually really quite good, or I want to come out and go that was a piece of shit. I can see why they kept delaying it. Well, it's be a New York Winter's Tale. It's like, did yeah. you see what the hell that was? I, I want it to be like like that bad that literally the screen just goes white for about thirty five seconds, and it's just they forgot to put a scene in. They're <laughs> <laughs> so like why white. Judy Dench is a cat with real hands back. Worse. Okay. I want it to be worse than that. Right, okay. I, I, want, I want it to be one of the scenes, it, you could just see the green screen behind it. It's literally just green. Yeah, it's just you green screen. You can see them screen. with like, the, yeah. the bubbles on themselves. Yeah, 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 just all of that. What if it is just the room, but a Disney version, or yeah, an X-Men version? It's characters walking in, walking out, the graphics are all full, nothing makes sense, storylines come and go, and people are awful acting in it. Fucking Tyler Durden just fucking splices a dick in the middle of it. Just all, all of that. <laughs> that, is the, oh, that. That is my five-star movie. <laughs> I want the title cards to be hand-drawn by somebody, literally as it's happening. <laughs> the 20th Century Fox logo to just be like... <laughs> like yep. somebody just... Humming. The fact that it's still with the 20th Century Fox logo as well will tell you something. Well, yeah, like, yeah, I, I want, yeah. I want somebody to walk out of a room and then when they walk back in, it'd be a completely different actor and then the next scene, it's the same actor. Oh, and of course, we're also, Ian's covering the new Andre Ryu. Ian is covering the new Andre yeah. Ryu because he's a boy. Because there's a new one. Honestly. Isn't it? Well, is it a new one or is it just a recast of the one that they were supposed to put on and then no, this is this is magical Maastricht together in music yeah this is a new a, this is a, one. It's a new one god I, I i tell you what bex like it, it's all that shit just turns me on so much like <laughs> keep on talking to me about andre Ryu, and <laughs> it's just gonna set me off like, <laughs> when you go just to clarify you are still going in full costume yeah with with, with a violin Oh, absolutely. Amazing. Oh, you're going to perform with them? Oh, yeah, you could do I, that. No, I'm actually in it. <laughs> wow, congratulations. This, yeah, is, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is news. Nice. Who was this at the top of the hour? He's locked in uh, Lossie's cupboard as we speak. <laughs> is he pulling that face? 
Well, Andre, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can you imagine that? Fucking opens the cupboard and it's just Andrew Rayu just looking there. <laughs> and the violin going, going, I'm here to fiddle you! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm not fiving that. I feel like you should be offended by that. <laughs> My hands up virtually through you. Anyway, moving swiftly on. Are you you having a bit of a cry laugh in the corner. <laughs> oh dear me. Oh, well, I mean, I think we can probably uh, probably pinpoint that, can't we? Oh dear. So, tenant. <laughs> That was a review of Tenet. It is directed uh, by Chris Benell, also written by Chris Benell. Stars John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth Debicki, uh, Michael Caine, Kenneth Branagh, and people. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yes, he is. Yeah, he, I, he, I didn't realise that was up. him. No, you didn't, did you? No. No. A bit, which, by the way, kind of hinge now, isn't he? It's he's a weird. big gentleman. Yes. Yeah. You know, Big fan of him being such a mystery character and not being in the marketing, and then he's just, oh, he's just like a soldier who kind of helps him out. Yeah, yeah, like literally, you're there thinking, oh, Martin Donovan as well. Uh, you're there thinking he's going to be like the main bad guy because, of course, he is going to be. Nope, just random soldier. Hamish Patel from yesterday. So, what's the story? What's the story? Uh, the protagonist, um, played by John W. Washington. And remember, guys, we are, I know we say it all the time, but we are all spoilers all of the time. So if... Um, this is a film you don't want spoilers. If, if you're still listening to this and you haven't seen Tenet yet, that's an interesting move. Good luck to you. Yeah. If you don't want it spoiler, then do not listen beyond this point. Um, just fast forward and then come back to it once you've seen it. I know, but how would they know when we're done? What? How would they know when they didn't? You might they might fast forward and go, oh yeah, it must be safe now, and then go into it and get the biggest spoiler, and then they'd be like, ah, with their arms over their head and everything. So I think what I'm saying is it's safer to just watch the film and then come back for the whole show. No, skip on, skip on. Okay. Um, skip forward about 25 minutes and 23 seconds. About that, yeah. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> put us under some pressure. Yeah, uh, and then you'll hear a big spoiler, and then get angry with us. Uh, ah. Andrew suggested that. Uh, <laughs> yes, so uh, John Washington plays uh, the protagonist. Uh, literally plays the protagonist, um, who is a CIA agent um, who is. I'm trying to fucking think of how you actually synopsize this. Essentially, this time inversion, bad guys, Kenneth Branagh. Not time travel. Uh, do you want me to explain it to you a little bit? Yes. Oh! What happened is my computer just smashed everywhere. Boom. Hi. What the fuck? I just I just hit my computer with my knee and everything just went flying. It's all good. It's all good. Everything just went back on the table again because my table is an inversion table, but my knee is a regular knee, so they all met at the wrong times. Right. Right. John David Washington is the protagonist. He is a man of special training and complete commitment. He is sent to explore inversion materials because there is something that has happened, slash will happen, depending on how you perceive time, based around one person who may or may not have nuclear materials or worse, 
about to create something absolutely horrible, a nuclear apocalypse, or worse, in the past future. He has to team up with some various people, including Robert Pattinson, a mystery man, to find out what's going on, to fall kind of in love with the wife of said evil megalomaniac, and maybe stop them, maybe have already stopped them. Tenet! What do you think of it, Andrew? Uh, it was good to go to the cinema. It's a shame about the movie. Oh, dear. <laughs> I, I recently had the ability to rewatch Mummy Vice, Michael Mann's wonderful masterpiece, and obviously have just, you know, gone crazy with it. I've written an essay about the beauty and wonder of it. So watching the first hour of this film was concerning because what has happened here is this is Nolan's Miami Vice for the first hour. It's two people doing their job, getting so deep undercover and falling for someone. They they steal things to make attention for the bad guys. They can get deep in with the bad guys. They can learn out what they're doing and see if they can collude and work out and dig deeper and eventually foil their plans. And then an hour and a bit into it, it goes, oh, actually, I want to do Deja Vu, the Tony Scott film. Which is an even weirder thing to do at that point. Where you've been watching someone for so long, but you can't really change anything about what's happened to them. And then they decide, actually, no, I've got a machine that can do that. I'm going to do that. And thus, you know, inversion happens. And it's all meant to be really exciting. You know what's not really exciting? When you walk into a room and you see bodies and bullets on the wall and you say, what happened here? Nothing yet. And then an action scene takes place. Because you know what happens at the end of the action scene? Someone walks out of the room because you've already seen the action scene's end result at the start of the scene. So nothing is at stake, even when they discover the idea of a grandfather paradox and the fact that maybe you change time and maybe the universe you're in will thus slip into a multiverse based on your decision making. Or maybe it's just one singular verse, which means you just scrub everything entirely. But they don't do anything with it because nothing matters. Everything's already done. End of days. Tenet. <sighs> Fucking. <laughs> Ian, what do you think? Um. So I already, I already know what Mark and Becky think of it. So I think, it, it, you know, it's maybe fair to say that I'm, I'm probably going to be the, the middle, uh, on, on this one, which um, I don't think I usually am. So it's an interesting place to be. Um. I was really, really, really into portions of this film um but i kind of think christopher nolan may may be partially deaf and isn't telling anybody <laughs> that was my one complaint um the, the, so i unfortunately i had to sit in the front row in, in a, a limax screen um and donna said after at the start of the film i thought we were in a 4dx screen because the bass was so much that it was fucking vibrating the chair mm. and like and it's overwhelming which is maybe the point but to the point that that and that sequence on the train line could not hear a fucking word anyone was saying yeah yeah not a word and I, I, okay i mean like by the end of the film you know why the oslo sequence is important but now I feel like I have to watch it again just so I can watch that scene, not necessarily concentrate on what's happening, but try to fucking listen to the dialogue. Um, 
so there, there's that and there, there, it happened it, like there's multiple sequences where i just wasn't getting what the fuck they were saying and other people have said that so i, I don't think that's just me um i'll also say that i think the action in the first two acts is great and to be fair the first two hours fucking flew by but i was really really disappointed with the end action sequence where you know the reverse time buildings exploding and rubble and all that stuff i thought was decent but i don't know it's like red team do this blue team do this shooty 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 i it was for me not very engaging i would take the action of inception over that any day of the week however car chase incredible um cast were great really fucking like the bickies character i think that people who have had problems with um nolan's treatment of female characters in the past uh gun uh, like you know they're gonna see something different here and i think the bickie is is great john david washington fucking brilliant robert pattinson fucking brilliant uh you know branner good like really good but it just it didn't quite give me the gut punch that other nolan films have um so mildly disappointed and we'll kind of get into the specifics mildly disappointed but bearing in mind how much i was looking forward to it so that there, there, there you go what do you guys think becky um i i mean i definitely agree with you about the the sound levels complaint it was it, it feels like certain bits at the beginning are quite pivotal and it's it's impossible to hear them um i don't know whether it was because the sound levels are different over the imax sort of system or anything like that no, and it's just be... uh, nolan's terrible it's nolan no, he wants to be Michael Mann in terms of uh, everything, and with the sound mix, Michael Mann likes to go crazy because he's a bit deaf. Yeah. So Nolan does the same, but uh, he's not deaf; he's just inane. That's a bit harsh. Okay, but you know, with the sound mixes, the five point ones he's yeah. doing, and now this Atmos, he just doesn't get dialogue first. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I get like you were saying; it's it's disorientating. The, for the characters in it and they will be struggling to hear each other at a train line when the train's going past and maybe that's supposed to kind of be you're supposed to feel that too but when they're actually having conversations it, it feels like probably some, some priority should be given to the audience being able to hear them um but yeah I mean I I sort of really love the ending of it once you know you get that kind of that knowledge of of um you know the a bit more of an explanation on how the inversion thing works in the machine and you know you see them going in and coming out and blah 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 and then you get to kind of see it in action and them essentially backtracking on their own timeline through what you've already seen i thought that was i thought that was really well done and it was um obviously the bit where um they are at the oh like the safe place at the airport oh free park yeah um and obviously he gets blown in under the door and then essentially he's, he's fighting himself that's that's really well done i the way that i sort of approach nolan's films especially on the first first watch is to just kind of if, you, if, if i feel like if you try and keep a firm grasp on every single element of the storyline on your first watch you just kind of end up 
confusing yourself and if you just kind of let them wash over you and enjoy them for what they are I think you've taken along for the ride it's you build it up as you watch yeah yeah um you know if you're trying to understand in that first bit when he's fighting himself but you don't know it's him what the fuck's going on you've already pissed yourself off so by the time the explanation comes around and he blows in under the door and fights himself you're already in a kind of funk with it if that makes sense yeah. you've you've yeah um yeah um robert robert pattinson was really fucking good in this um and john david washington obviously he, he just is so it, that, that wasn't a surprise but i haven't seen our pack in some in stuff for a while so it was, it was good elizabeth debicki's really tall that that bit yeah. where that bit where he goes to give her a hug in the restaurant where when the thugs turn up and, and she has to like bend down to hug him. Loved that bit. Made me laugh. A little chuckle to myself in my seat under my mask. It was great. So yeah, really enjoyed it. We're going Ooh. again tomorrow, aren't we? To see it again. Yeah, we're going again tomorrow. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm probably the highest on it out of a lot of us, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you didn't give a fuck that you couldn't hear anything. You were just like... Yeah, it was shit. He's got shit yeah. here. Anyway. Yeah, things are happening. It's. It, I was. I, I, it's. It, it, I can see why it would bother people. It didn't bother me. It just. It. It. It didn't really bother me to be honest. Um. It only really bothered me in a couple of scenes. Like it wasn't all the way through. Um. The one scene that I noticed it most was the train mm. carry scene. Yeah, and I was a bit like, huh. All right, can't hear this, but fair enough. Maybe I'm not meant to. Maybe I'm not meant to. Yeah, fair enough. I'm okay. going to trust Nolan. Yeah, yeah, basically <laughs> that, that, that was it. Um, I, yeah, I very much enjoyed the uh, the fact that it's, I think if you're going into it expecting the um, the sheen, et cetera, of something like Inception, mm. I think you may be going into it at the wrong angle there a little bit. Um it's a very different movie uh, to that mm. in terms of how it's tonally, et cetera, and how it's it, it's wanting to depict itself. Uh, it's certainly very different. Whether or not that is um, partially because you've got different, um, you know, scores are a very big thing in in, in um, a lot of movies, and you've got him working with a, a different composer for the first time. Mm. Again, the score, I think, is fantastic. Um in there it's really fucking interesting um use of um of musicians it, it, it's a really it's a really strong scar and also you've got a different um cinematographer to what you had with inception mm. and so there's there's that bit there it's um it's a lot lighter than a lot of the some normal movies you know normally it's set you know you've got some that's set very much in light and then you've got some that's set in a lot darker spaces insomnia is very light insomnia is very light yes <laughs> um and also memento is quite a, is, is a lot of that is, is set during the daytime mm. um so it, it was a lot lighter um john david washington is a fucking movie star um and an absolute charisma machine but it's mm. a different type of charisma than um denzel has um his his assuredness i find um just compelling to watch yeah um, he's got a very very good screen presence pattinson's gentle shift um from the initial pattinson that we get yeah so then to then once he becomes part of the solid team he becomes almost a different character and almost becomes himself there mm. um 
is was fascinating to watch and he is so fucking good in this. Yeah. He's delivered probably the two best supporting performances I've seen in the past five or six years uh, with this and Lost City of Z. He's great in that. Um, which, you know, that, and I, I like the fact that Dubicki gets plenty to do. Yeah. I also like the fact that, um, that Nolan isn't afraid to grab an actor, use them for two scenes, and then just fuck them off. They're not come back. <laughs> uh, and that's it. This film has a forward trajectory. It doesn't stop anywhere. No. It, it's constantly nothing, going yeah. forward. And it's forward trajectory. I think you'll find it's also got a backwards one. It goes backwards in a forwardy kind of yeah, way. It's it's always it's always moving. There's no we don't stop anywhere. No. You know. There's no slack. It doesn't. No. no it, 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 it it keeps just just going. Like you say, the the the, the I'm so Johnson's cropping up, and then you're thinking, right, what's his thing? He's got to have more to him than that. Nope, don't just that, just that. Why not? Want to work with Chris Nolan? There you go. <laughs> um, that yeah. Uh, I like Michael Caine mocking um, John David Washington's suit. Uh, I also liked, can you put this in a bag for me? Absolutely not. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, it, just, uh, <laughs> it, it, he's, he's got, he, like I say, he just has an, um, a great charisma um, to that. Even the, uh, the scene in the restaurant uh, with the Vicky where the hood sit down and he's just sort of sat there going, I know I can take all you guys. This is going to be fine for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was was brilliant. I, I think I was worried about Branner. Thought he might be a little bit too Brannery. Um, <laughs> but he wasn't. He was close uh, at he, times. He, he, you know, he he was he was a right um, right level of Brannerness. I, I I liked how chill he was. Like just absolutely self assured. Yeah. Just kept checking his BPM. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like, at one, like, about halfway through, I literally turned to Donna and just said, "Is he fucking checking his Fitbit?" And she was like, "Yeah, he is." Yeah. And it, like, but it, you know, it kind of makes sense with the plot, but it was just such a funny moment. And that fucking that line that there's a couple of lines of Branners. The um, my post never goes above one thirty bits per minute. I, I don't know. Nobody's ever made my post go above one thirty, even my wife. Yeah. And it was like, but also, I'm going to try and do this. Go <clears throat> on. I'm going to slit your throat and then cut your balls off and shove them down your throat. Good to slit yeah. your throat, not sideways. Not sideways. You've never seen so something as satisfying as seeing a man choke on his uh, pull, <laughs> choking on his own balls, trying to pull them out. It just that is a fucking amazing line, and the fact that John David Washington has literally sat down for dinner about twenty seconds before he's fucking said that line. No, no. It's not in that scene, is it? It is that scene. Yeah, it's that scene. It, yeah. Oh no, it is that scene. Yeah, it's 100% that scene. Fucking. That's the okay. point. He barely gets to, to say hi to him before he goes, No, I will kill you. <laughs> no, I mean, it was like, Have you been sleeping with my wife? Not yet. I'm going to kill you and chop your balls off. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a great response to that line as well, though. The, the, have you slept with my wife? Not yet. <laughs> and it's like, he's just playing with it. Because time, do you get it? No, because you know he hasn't happened yet, but maybe it already has happened in another version of things. 
in the inversion of things. It just, I don't see how it could be logistically possible to have sex with Elizabeth Tabicki. A ladder? I think you'd feel a bit like... It'd, it'd be, be awkward because you're on your knees praying because she's a god as well. Yeah, cool. I, there's, there, was, there was a scene where she was on that, that boat towards the end and there was a shot of her legs and I just thought, like, her legs are literally five feet tall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I bet her legs are nearly as tall as the whole of me. I bet it's not far off, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll continue. The... the, the, the Last exchange between John Doe Washington and Arpats broke me a little bit. Yeah, that had quite a big impact. On it did. It, it broke me a little bit. Um, them basically not being able to tell each other that they both fucking know that he doesn't come back, but both knowing that he doesn't come back. Yeah. It, it, it kind of, it broke me a little bit. I was a bit, I was, it, it hit me hard for some reason. Yeah. Oh, but they had a good life together, man. You know. Well, that, 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 yeah. that was part of it, the fact that he's he's going, you know, that. And it's like, I know you can't tell each other that, that he's going to die and you can't say goodbye, you can't acknowledge it, but fucking hell. <laughs> he's giving like a bro hug. Yeah. It was... Yeah, I, it, it, I'm i very much looking forward to going to see it again. The more I talk about it, the more it fucking goes up in my estimations. I think it was absolutely fantastic. Mm. The initial kind of rush of it will have gone so that I'll be able to concentrate on it a bit more. Yeah, the fucking, the, the bungee scene. Yeah, it's good, it's that, isn't it? The fucking amazing. Scene. But then the, also, you must it, have had a plan to get away. Like, yeah. Not one I like. Not one I like. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. It's he's so incredibly watchable. Mm. I think I, I don't know. I mean, it might on on rewatch when I'm actually kind of less letting it wash over me and more kind of being analytical of it. It might be oh yeah no I can see why that was a bit confusing. But people saying that it's like the least accessible of Nolan's movies and the most kind of sort of twisty and confusing I, I just didn't get that from it really no it's you go through a thing and then you're going backwards in time and then you go back through the thing and you're going forwards through time mm. not, it's not that confusing no. but anyway maybe that's me oversimplifying it and tomorrow i'll come out and go actually no what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i don't get it what happened there but yeah no i really i really really liked it i mean i'm very much looking forward to a second watch. It's the only thing that's going to be on throughout September, so we might watch it loads. Yeah. Oh, and it was so nice to be in like a screening with more than like one other person. Like just seeing people like back in the cinema, and I know obviously you don't want to be sat too close to them, but seeing other people out there, kind of, you know, I know Cineworld are a big, massive fucking chain and everything, but they still need to get money in to stay open and if cinemas close we don't get this anymore mm. but it was nice to see people there yes so go on guys what, what other thoughts have you got um I, I i i yeah i mean i don't know i mean i agree i agree with um pretty pretty much everything you you, uh, you guys are saying there and i i, I love the enthusiasm I, I, I wish I kind of had more of it. I, I think if the film had left me on a high, like if the 
action sequence I wasn't that bothered about was earlier in the film. And it, frankly, if it ended with like something like the fucking car sequence, I think I would have been higher on it. Yeah, that's um, a strange place to put that. Yeah, yeah, cause, like because it's properly fucking tense that, like where the, the um, like in like they're trying to line up the cars together in the other car, and then he just jumps in her car, and yeah, it, like that was brilliant. And the way that like as soon as he like pumped the brakes and whatnot, ev- like all the sound just stopped. That 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 was that was fantastic. But it, it's um, I I mean it, God, it's a on. Unf- unfortunately for some it is a film to see on the biggest fucking screen that you can um it is i mean god is it like if you have anxiety but the thing is i think if you have anxiety about going out to the cinema it's not i don't think it's necessarily a film where you'll be like it'll be ruined for you if you do see it on tv um i think it's probably important with, with to put that out there. Yeah. Yes. With subtitles on. With the iTunes audio mix, which for some reason seems to be a hell of a lot clearer than the 4K disc audio mixes. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, definitely not shit. Like, absolutely definitely not shit. Um, and that bungee bit, Mark, yes, I would do that. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I'd, I'd be more inclined to do that than a normal bungee. I'd I'd I'd, I'd do that just to be like, I mean, this, if this goes wrong, this is gonna fucking hurt. Yeah, what if it rips out, you know, the, the front of your whole body, or if it breaks your spine halfway through and you're dangling there? I'd be fine with that. It's fine. What's the experience? I mean, the world's going to shit anyway. If I'm going to die, I'd like the cause of death on my death certificate to be <laughs> ran off a building. Death through tenant. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Just realize that Foster, he didn't stick the landing. <laughs> Cause of death wanted to be Robert Pattinson. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Oh, I forgot how pretty Robert Pattinson is as well. I do. There's a bit in it where he smiles and it's just like, what the fuck? When did that happen? It's like mature, a while ago. pretty face. I know, but I don't know. Mentally, I think my brain always throws up a picture of him in Twilight with that awful grey makeup and the red lipstick situation that he had throughout. And yeah. I was just like, oh, gross. But he's actually very pretty. Yes, he's a very pretty man. So that helps. Yeah. He's fantastic. Yeah, a, 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 very, a very big definitely not shit. Yeah, definitely not shit for me. Andrew? Sh- sh- shit. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, I uh, I hated most of the first... Well, I enjoyed the first 20 minutes. And then when I knew where it was going, I just started to fade off until something interesting happened and nothing interesting happened, so I just got kind of pissed off with watching it. <laughs> yeah. Um, considering Nolan made a war film last time, I'm surprised that the third act's war film is so incomprehensibly done and also dull and i i just wanted something big or at least emotionally interesting but when it tries to be emotional with the uh to becky and branner stuff i don't yeah. feel it but I, john I, over washington is fucking amazing i'll give him that i i really like the Debicki branner stuff like i was more into that than i was the the the, the call of duty stuff um and i I'm, I'm sounding properly fucking 
derogatory saying it's like Call of Duty, but literally. Oh, absolutely is. It is like a, a, a mission from Call of Duty Black Ops Three or something like that. You know, it's. It's um, been twenty-five minutes, twenty-three seconds. Yeah, shit. Did you time that? Of course. Spoiler embargo. Okay. Spoilers over. Um, uh, wait, 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 our audience poll. Definitely shit 50%. Um, touching cloth 10%. Shit 30%. And Geostorm 10%. That's <laughs> uh, so all over the place, that. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. 10% Geostormed it. I, yeah, that I, makes no I, sense. I, I actually could see why people would have a Geostorm with that. It's chaotic. I think, yeah. I think chaotic. The pace was chaotic. Again, I didn't find it. But I, I always think that, we, that there's certain points where I think it, if a movie has got you, then it has to lose you. If it never gets you, yeah, and it, it gets to a point it. where it's just it's just not got you, or it's it, it, it effectively it has lost you. Yeah. And, and that's it. And I think it, it it got me very early on, and it never lost me. Uh, so I agree with what Ian was saying in, in a sense that the, um, the the last set piece, the last um, battle, the finale. It, it is the weakest of the three that are there. But I didn't care about that point because yeah. I was enjoying the, the story. The story got me by that point. Yeah, it's not about all the shit that's going on around. It's about the, it's really, it's leading up to the John David Washington RPAP bit on the ground, isn't it? Yeah. That's all just fodder. What about the Opera House? We've already seen that one. Yeah. Why don't we go yeah. back to it? Why don't we just have like a a nice bit there? Why wasn't that not the finale? And they changed the start of the film at the end of the film. How much cooler is that? Well, that's hey, Nolan, Nolan, I'm here to rewrite your films for you. That's quite interesting you mentioned that, Andrew, because I made a prediction before, what is it, before this movie... Uh, my tenant prediction that I noted down on my notes was the beginning of the film will also be the end. It's one big time loop. And when they referred to the Oslo, what is it? I thought, ooh, am I going to be right? I actually thought you were going to be right in that it would end up in the upper house. Yeah, but I'm glad that it didn't. Because a world in which I am right is a terrifying world. Terrifying. And 2020 is not ready for more terror. Because there's a bit where um, Taking bomb away, and then they yeah. kind of fade off into the background yeah. and just reverse themselves. Yeah. Oh, that's also, my theory that, that has Nolan just made the middle part of a trilogy that he has no intention of making the, the first <laughs> part and the third part too? I think he has, yeah. yeah. You like the 1980s, don't you? Of course you do. We all do. But have you ever wondered why that decade was the way it was? Have you ever wished there was somewhere you could go to get past the usual day-glow sentimentality? To try and understand 1980s pop culture in a more social, political and historical context? Because if so, it sounds to me like you're ready to go beyond the aesthetics, beyond the nostalgia. Welcome to Beyond the Neon. Beyond the Neon.
Beyond the Neon is the podcast that dares to pull over the Testarossa, eject the Wham cassette, and take off the Wayfarers. If you're looking for retro reviews of Back to the Future, The Goonies, or John Hughes movies, you will will not not find find that here. here. If you're looking for top 10 lists of A-Team episodes, Nintendo games, or Stranger Things references, you You will will not not find find that that here. here. If you're looking for long, boring introductions, Squarespace ads, or Patreon begging, you will will not not find find that here. here. Because Beyond the Neon, we do things a little differently. In each documentary-style episode, I look at one area of 1980s popular culture and break it right down. And each episode features academic insight, guest contributions and interviews, as well as clips plumbed from the depths of the 1980s cultural void. Well, YouTube, mainly YouTube. To help illustrate the wonderful, perplexing, terrifying, joyous and utterly thrilling world of 1980s pop culture. Beyond the Neon might not be as regular as other 1980s podcasts, but that's because Beyond the Neon isn't like other 1980s podcasts. Subscribe to the show today and check out all past episodes by visiting beyondtheneon.co.uk. Have you ever wondered what so-called family films will scar your kids forever? Putting four and five-year-olds in front of this movie, it's like, if they didn't know what death was before all this, they're going to know it after it. They're going to know it after it, and they're going to be freaking terrified. And they're going to be questioning you. Yeah. Or do you have the slight suspicion that your loved one has a cold, dead heart? Yeah, the Dark Knight has got all the orphans, and like, oh no, we're going to die. They did not build up those orphans at all. In my head, it's like, kill them. Then look no further, the His Film Her Movie podcast is the show for you. It's the movie podcast that celebrates the contrasting cinematic tastes of its hosts. So join Jordan and Lauren every week on their unique journey through the land of the silver screen. So if you're looking for a few laughs, some fun film related chat, then get involved. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, right, what have you been watching? Uh, Andrew, what have you been watching? Uh, I've been, as I said a couple of, uh, when I was on last time, I've been going through this uh, scratch-off poster of 100 films for my family. So, um, the other day we did uh, one that wasn't on that, Uncle Drew. <laughs> what, the basketball film? <laughs> the, the, yep, the basketball Pepsi production. Because I, I liked it when I saw it in the cinema, so um, we wanted something nice and fun, and that was sitting there. Because, yeah, of course I bought it, it was in 4K. I watched it, I showed my parents, and they had a good time. It's a, after a, a, a kind of a slow 20 minutes at the start to just tee up all the storylines, and then it's just funny. It's just See, nice and funny. If that movie is under 90 minutes, which it fucking better be. I think it's like 95 at maximum. One hour 43. Bloody hell, that flies by then. Yeah, I'm not fucking watching that. Comedy should be more than 98 minutes long. It's all right. <laughs> But then I, I followed that one up uh, with one that actually was on there, another basketball movie. Uh, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Nice. Which I'd never seen before because uh, my brother owned a DVD of it and the disc went missing a decade ago. Wow. So it's been sitting in our collection with the special features disc in the two disc set, but not the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally got around to watching it. Um, that feels pretty good, guys. Milos Forman's a decent director. I think he should have yeah. done more movies. This was the only film we made, right? <laughs> and that Jack Nicholson, I don't know. Uh, I thought he was a movie star, but you could prove me wrong. He's a... 
He's like the John David Washington of uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good film. And then, I, they, 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 and then Speed Racer I showed my parents yesterday because uh, nice. they've never seen it and I don't know why I'd never shown them it before. That, that film is so fucking good. Love me a bit of Speed Racer. It's infuriating that no one was on board back in the day. I'm glad people are getting on it now. That film is just... And it holds up visually. That's why you shouldn't do films with photo real effects. You should go for a style. It just continues to look wonderful and in its own element. What's this one? Sorry, I missed what you were talking Speed about. Speed Racer. Oh, the um. The Wachowskis. Yeah, it's it is fucking great actually, Speed Racer. <laughs> I don't know how it's a two and a quarter hour kids film about you know shorting stocks. Yeah. <laughs> but f- fair play to them. They got Wait, it what? made and it got it in cinemas and some people finally like it. Aww. Bloody right. <laughs> To be fair, Star Wars did all right, and that's all about like trade disputes and shit, isn't it? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, the Trade Federation, the blockade. <laughs> the dead speak. Same yeah. speakers as a, a two and a bit hour kids movie about shorting stocks. <laughs> it's very colourful though, which helps. Oh yes. Do it's love so colours. How, how, how many kids films are actually about just really business people, shit, business yeah. people yeah. removing things? Absolute <laughs> bastards they are. Yeah. Grown ups. Fuck them. Yeah. I like Speed Racer. I really like Speed Racer. Excellent. <laughs> Let's, let's do Speed Race a minute as a podcast. Let's go into it. Let's dive deep. <laughs> God, yeah. <laughs> have to all wear dark glasses so that we don't get like brain overload. <laughs> I think that was the first what? one of the first films I ever saw digitally as well. I, I made I made the push to see a version of it in digital after I saw the one on thirty five. So you just saw like a. 2K DI version of Speed Racer after watching a 35mm of it. Yeah, because, you know, this was when digital was like this new thing and they would tell you which one's digital and it was like this new technology and see it more colours, see it cleaner. And Speed Racer was like, oh yeah, I want to see how that would look like that. Not realising, of course, that, yeah, that would be the future and everything is fucked. Fucking the, oh, the greatest trick the cinema exhibition industry ever pulled was convincing people that digital was better than film. Yep. Yeah. Yes, indeed. We started on that one. Right. Uh, 4K restoration of Mulholland Drive. I fucking watched it 20 years ago on 35 mil, and now you're trying to get me to watch it in a cinema in lesser quality <laughs> and fucking make me eat your shit and try to get me to call it steak. Fuck off. Wait, what? Where are you getting this this fake steak from? A be in every month. Nah. <laughs> Anything else, Andrew? No, no, I've uh, limited myself after that to you, sitting alone and staring at the wall. Oh, Ian, say that. What have you been watching? Fuck it, oh. Andrew, don't say that. It's fucking horrible. I don't like the idea of you just sat staring at a wall. It's it's fine. No, it's not. Anyway. Is it, is it like a nicely coloured wall? No, it's kind of bland. Maybe get a poster. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Don't like where this is going. Moving on. Um, <laughs> so, I, I watched a few things. I took Lottie to the cinema last Saturday and we watched Sonic the Hedgehog again. Nice. Um, even though, you know, it's out on home release and whatnot. I just thought, fuck it. Let's go see Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I really like Sonic the Hedgehog. I think I liked it more than the first time round, to be honest. That film's 
really, really fucking fun. That's all it wants to be. It just wants to be fun. It wants to entertain you, and it does. I'm really looking forward to the second one. It Fuck has it. no reverence to the games, but okay. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck are you gonna do? You know, get mad as a as a thirty year old man who was disappointed. Look, <laughs> all I need is the Sega logo at the beginning, having sure. a bit from Yakuza in it. That's all I need. Like yeah, the fact you know, that for the kids. Yakuza is in the Sega logo at the start. I'm fucking right. Seriously, <laughs> slight tangent. Mark well, needs to get on the Yakuza game so fucking badly. Um, which one? All of them. Just do it. I'm. There's like there's there's eight. There's gonna be there's an eighth coming out this year. Like God, if I had the time, if we were locked down and for some reason I couldn't work, I would play through all seven of the Yakuza games before the eighth one comes out. Like, <laughs> Mark, did you watch the YouTube stream I did of the game where I was um, doing the karaoke thing? Yes. It's that. <laughs> That's a weird franchise. It's fucking amazing. It's sleeping dogs, but with loads of different mini games and stuff. There's like a dating sim bit in it where like you, you're in a hostess club and like you, you're basically trying to crack on to a woman and you've got to like say the right things to her. Um, So she like kind of gives you like she's talking to you and you've got to give her the right responses to increase like your rating with her. And if you get to a high enough level, then she sleeps with you and then you both just call it a day. It's fucking mental. Um, Does sound a bit mad, that. It's fuck it. They, those games. I mean, Yakuza Kiwami is fucking amazing. Anyway, it's so notable in Sega's history that one of the games shown in the Sega logo at the start is Yakuza. And I fucking love it. Anyway, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, I really, really, really like Jim Carrey in it. I think Ben Schwartz is charming. I like James Marsden. And um, yeah, it's it, it's a really breezy 90 minutes. Um, I could see me watching it, it being quite a regular comfort watch, to be honest. Um, it's a very, it, it's just a very smiley film and I like it. Do you not have any problems with this anti-intellectualism? Oh, yeah. Well, no, because like Robotnik's a fucking twat. Yeah, but they play him out as a twat and they play out the uh, rural people who are just nice and don't really know much to be the heroes, despite the fact that, you know, everyone who knows better doesn't know better is the attitude. It's like, hey, stay at home. Don't go out into the world, which, you know, turns out is what you should be doing, obviously, because, you know, you'll turn into some sort of monster as well if you're not careful. All all, All the people who have who are smarter than you are actually dumber than you and evil. Well, no, one person is, and he's called Doctor Robotnik. Yeah, all the other, all the everyone who is proved to be some sort of higher up, better theoretically than James Marsden, is proven to be somewhat of an incompetent idiot. Well, okay, so you got Doctor Robotnik, you got that government general that gives them a gift card to Olive Garden at the yeah. end. Yeah, well, I'm not saying there's many characters in the bloody film, but every single one of them, it it just seems to be weird. Stay at home. The whole story is don't go to the city, don't move out, stay at home, stay completely ignorant. I mean, one's a police captain and his wife's a vet. A pre- vet. Pretzel lady. But she's a vet. Yeah. yeah. She's a doctor. But she's a comfortable, comfortable rural I'm not vet. Anti-intellectualism, though. <laughs> I feel, I feel it's very, 
auntie. She's a I, doctor. I wasn't. <laughs> she's a vet. She's a, she's a vet. She, she yeah, has a lot of schooling for that. <laughs> but they don't play it like that. They play it like, oh, we're just a couple who live in this small town and we've what we dream bigger, but we can't have bigger because we actually shouldn't go out in the world. That's the whole thing. You massively overthought the Sonic the Hedgehog. Of course <laughs> I have, because I was so because I was taking my nephews to see that film. I was worried about its message. I thought it was incorrect. I have a huge dislike for it. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be, I, I mean, bless you, Andrew. I'll be honest. Lottie didn't turn to me and say, "I'm never going to go anywhere after that film." Good. <laughs> just, just hope it doesn't play with her in the future. In that sense. I, I mean. It's about a, a bad guy they call Eggman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they also bully the smart person as well. Fuck that. Well, he's a bit of a... He's a twat. He believes yeah. in something better. He's just a bit weird. It, it, he's he's what? slightly murderous. <laughs> I, t- I take Robotnik's side. <laughs> Is it because of his impressive moustache? Um, eventually, yeah. <laughs> um... I also watched Cliffhanger. Um, oh, you're not going to at, tell us about it yet. You have, uh, yeah. you have to wait for next week. Oh, fucking hell. Well done. Um, I like I like Cliffhanger. I, I like it. I liked it more when he was hanging off cliffs. Um, but I did enjoy Leon as Mr. No Bullet Bitch. Um and just how fucking psychotic he is in that one scene. Um, I enjoy John Lithgow. Very much like Sylvester Sloan. Very impressive shit he does in that film. Um, but I kind of I kind of switched off from it um, the further it went in. Yeah, it's one you kind of remember being really fun when you watched it. And then you go back to it. And the first, like, 40 minutes are good. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. John Lithgow, John Lithgow is playing to the hilt. Mm. But, yeah, it kind of just... And it settles into nothing. It's mean as well. Like mm. the, the the sequence at the beginning with the uh, Michael Rooker's girlfriend like drop uh, like falling off. That shit is so overextended. It really does add up to the no wonder he just had to fuck everything off and get out of there because of how horrific that experience must have been. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it just it, it, it's twenty minutes too long. It's de- yes. Certainly. It, yeah. it, it's what it is. It, it, it's yes. Yeah. It's not that I think that the, 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 the next hour is is particularly bad. It's just it's too long. It should, yeah. it should, have, it should have been a, a 95 minute through and it wasn't. It, it was stretched out to nearly two hours. Yeah, that's the issue. If the film had been made in 1988 rather than 1993, it would have been 95 minutes long. Which would have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. it I, even though points for the um, having the fight down the slippery bit and then just pummeling the guy's face into the ice and then he's just got like the massive ice burn on the side of his face. Big fan. <laughs> Love it. Um, and the last one for me, because like, I've been watching Nolan and whatnot, uh, rewatched Pitch Black. So the uh, the 4K Pitch Black, which I mentioned I started watching last week. Um, thought that you know it's a really really it, it's a good it's a fucking good transfer um, and I like Pitch Black I think it's really interesting that you know they kind of like the, in the background they kind of had designs of the whole Riddick franchise thing but this film is very much works as a standalone as well 
Um, you know, I, I, it's really interesting what they do with Radha Mitchell's character, like the, the kind of like the, the, you know, the fact that she dies in the end. Spoiler alert for an over twenty year old movie. Um, um, uh, creature design, I really like. Yeah, I mean, it's just this kind of low budget kind of sci-fi thing that creates its own world really well. And uh, yeah, I, I very much enjoy Pitch Black, and I, uh, I really like when Vin Diesel at the end, like, kind of like turns everything off and they're like what are you doing and he's and then he just starts up the engines and fires them up and just kills a fuckload of the things before they leave the planet good shit um very much enjoy pitch black that's it from me becky what have you been watching i haven't watched anything on my own you know no i've watched a lot of humans the the tv show ah what filth fire on you yeah. <laughs> so yeah there's three seasons and I, I watched the first one and a half when it was like on on and then never got through the end of it so do you know why it's tv no because i'm bad at following if it had been a movie you could have finished it by now ah oh, you're doing it anyway so but we did go to the cinema to see dirty dancing didn't we, we did indeed go to the cinema to see dirty dancing that play that that stars human fucking thirst trap yeah. patrick swayze yeah um, nice. It's fantastic. It was fucking great seeing it. I time. love that movie. It was, it was like, it made me all emotional again, like it did for the first time I saw it. Like, I've seen it so many times at home that it kind of got to the point where it, it was kind of a film that I could put on in the background, but seeing it at the cinema and yeah, just like, cinema. just, it, it was, it just, I don't know, it just hit me a different way. It was great. Fantastic. Yeah, it, it, it's. I, 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 I said previously in the podcast, I'm loving the, the, the retro screenings of going to see something. Like I said, it, it's very nice going to see something that didn't have digital grading. Um, that just looks fantastic. You're watching it going, oh yeah, this looks like a film. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's always fantastic with that. Um, it's what I think is always quite, it, it, that we found from these uh, retro screenings is how fucking quick the pace seems to move yeah. in these movies. Yeah. Even though when you see them, you know, a, a bunch of times, and I've seen that movie 25 times probably mm. um you did have an older sister i, I had an older sister yeah mm. yeah so um so i, I, I got forced to watch that yeah. many many times and it's only as i got older that i started to watch it and go this is fucking great actually yeah yeah um so yeah we watched that didn't we at the cinema um we um also went to see the uh black and white version of parasite didn't we yes yeah, which is very interesting oh, nice. yeah as a compare and contrast with the color. what do you prefer Probably, there's different kind of pros and cons to each. Probably the colour version, because I think the visual disparity between their world and then, like, the rich people's world is more, it's more obvious when you've got the colour. Mm. Obviously, they're living in this street. There's no foliage. There's no lawns or anything like that. It's just grey and brown. And then, the, like I said to you, that first time when he goes to their house... And he buzzes in and he's, he's on a normal street, grey street, grey road, grey walls, blah, blah, blah. And he, she buzzes him in and the garden's just this plush green lawn. I think that's a very, it's a very kind of, like in The Wizard of Oz where everything goes to colour, it's kind of like that visually. Mm. Um, and so I think for that reason, probably the colour version would be my preference. But it, again, it was great seeing it again, like on the big screen. It was, it was... Uh, it's just so much more engaging, I think. 
Well, I, I just the, the this version of it. Did you? Yeah, um, because for some reason my brain, my brain automatically just thought it was in black and white. Um, <laughs> I think it lends itself quite quite well to to, to being um, in black and white. Um, I think there's things you pick up on when you're not concentrating on the visual. Maybe yeah, I, I just I, I don't know. I think I I think I yeah I think maybe engaged it a little bit more. I I, I like Parasite. I'm still a little bit baffled as to how people really fucking like it. I, I really fucking liked it on rewatch. I liked it when we first watched it. I said to you when we came out, it would have been a lot higher in my top ten if if yeah, I'd rewatched it before ranking. I like it, it's really good. I just don't get how people have seen this as being this is one of the greatest movies of the past decade. It's, it's baffling to me. Uh, and last night <laughs> we, we we turned down the uh yeah, sophistication we, level last night we did we? didn't we? Yeah, we we thought we thought we've been quite you know visual popcorn this was well, no, it was visual pick a mix Big visual pick a mix yeah, yes yeah. uh we watched now you see me yeah we did sweet <laughs> because why not why the fuck not why the fuck not yeah yeah because it's now you see me it's fun though it's, isn't it it's a good just, reason easy watching late night fun yeah and there's magic and shit and it's cool there is magic and there is shit it's well well said <laughs> uh yeah, part of it, it, it it's always a delight to, to spend time with Melinda Rom. okay oh uh, yeah she's good actually in this um everyone's pretty good in it though jesse eisenberg is if you, if, yeah. if you're going to get something to play tits, you might as well get yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. Woody Harrelson in pretty much everything. Ruffles is good in it. Everyone's good in it. I like seeing Dave Franco. His face confuses me. Like a, I like seeing Dave Franco. Like, face like confuses you. His face seems, he seems made up slightly wrong, but I can't quite point to what's wrong. No, do you know what he is? He, he's, he's somehow James Franco's appears less creepy but is more creepy little brother in the sense that that when Franco like just fucking bats him off and it's like I don't want anything to do with you he's very much the oh you poor girl you poor girl <laughs> do, you to, do, you to, do you want to come see my my collection of things that I have I don't think James Franco things that I have and I don't think Dave Franco poor girls people Dave Franco poor girls people that is how we got the brie is he poor girl though from somebody else? Because Franco batted her off. She seems eminently poor girlable to be. Oh, without question, yeah. she's poor girlable. She, she would be like. Yeah. He is. Susceptible to that, I think. Yeah. I don't think she'd have stayed with him as long though, like if he just poor girled her. Literally, literally fucking Dave Franco used to go out with James. He used to come, come on, Dave, come out, come out with me. You can have the girls that I don't want. And he's going, oh, brilliant, James. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll clean up after you. It's so horrible. Literally clean up what after. Have got Frank- what have you got against Dave Franco? I like his face. Yeah. Confusing, and there's something slightly wrong, but you can't put your finger on it. Like, like, like he was like five foot ten, and somebody just went <laughs> and squashed him down to five foot five. Yeah. yeah. That's what happened. But I do like him. I That's like what him. James did when he got to his all. <laughs> squashed him. He made that machine In out that of machine, his machine, yeah. yeah. And then went, went, come here, Dave, come here, use this. It's like, oh, it's sticky. It's like, yeah, it's come then. Um, oh, oh my God. Everything in James Franco's house is just covered in jizz. Do you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
with jizz and just bodily fluids from where you just smeared things everywhere. Sure, I think you're really talented at what? declassing the conversation in any given scenario. Eh, well, I've got a talent. <laughs> so that, yeah, was, no that, that was now you see me. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it that was all we watched that's all we watched yeah you watched a lot of TV which is bullshit I'll hit you with this cat toy <laughs> don't say that it's not anymore because the fucking cat keeps doing the dog's toys no it's because the dog ripped the nose off the cat's toy so I took one of the dog's toys off him and said no you can't have it anymore because you ripped your little brother's toy that fucking poor dog he loves it he's in the cat's bed right now is it, yeah, until the fucking cat gets told off for something and then goes and attacks him. He does not hit him when he gets in trouble. Yeah. Right, questions. We have one. <laughs> um, Rick Kidd, uh, at Rick J. Kidd. Uh, I won't see Tenant until the weekend, so I've only got the trailers and reviews to go on, but it appears Nolan is messing about with time again, uh, which is a recurrent theme in his films. What other directors would you like to see follow a recurrent theme and what would be the theme? Well, I quite like John Landis's recurring theme these days of not making a movie. I think that's quite like. But I did have, I had an answer. Well, no, I had something I wanted to say that isn't actually an answer to this question, but I want to say it anyway. So, wait, wait, wait. You missed some. Rick's answer the question. I don't answer that, so I'm going to say this instead. <laughs> no, you know, you can't just say that. I'm, I'm, no, I'm buying myself some time, I think. Um, so, right, so Christopher Nolan is very kind of keen on doing, like, practical effects and keeping it as authentic as possible. Yes. And Tom Cruise is very keen on doing all his own stunts and all that kind of stuff. I want to see them work together and see how far they can fucking take it. I'd be up for that. I reckon I reckon it'd get to like flatliners level shit. You've got to die in this, Tom. So what we're gonna do is, you know, you're just gonna lay there and pretend to be dead. No, got another thought on that. I'm gonna actually die. <laughs> I watched this movie called Flatliners the yeah. other day. <laughs> Have you, you seen it? You know that's the last Shit, twenty minutes of Mission Impossible Three, right? What's that? That's the Mission Impossible Three. It's the last twenty minutes of that film. Now it's time Abby, to we don't know. Do it. He might have. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody has watched the special features for that, so he might have died. He might have. But yeah, I'd like to watch that. Have you got to ask the question, or is that what is it? Is, is, is that your theme question? No. I reckon you can possibly about make that out. Ian, what's your answer? Uh, Sylvester Stallone directing films about plucky underdogs who um, like go through some travails in life but achieve success in the end. I just want I just want more of that in this day, day and age, to be honest. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. Yeah. Andrew. It's a good. It's a good question. It's quite hard to think of. It is. Particular instances. Um, there is, I do have one, but it's what that filmmaker already does. What? Uh, Miyazaki making films with strong female protagonists set in a fantasy world where things work out in the end. I like that. I just want more of that. And more of the Totoro kind of level ones, though, where there's, there's no peril. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. No peril movies. Uh, I'd, 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 I'd happily take uh, more Martin Scorsese just dealing with Catholic guilt. 
a lot of... You love a Catholic guilt movie. I yeah. love a Catholic guilt movie, yeah. <laughs> it never leaves you. Let's have Michael Mann make a movie about Michael Mann being obsessed with making a Michael Mann movie. Go full meta. Go full meta. He's making the biopic of himself. He gets obsessed with making a film about him being obsessed about making a film about him being obsessed. Written by Charlie Kaufman. I'd watch it. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Ian, what are we covering next week? We are covering The New Mutants, um, and I believe Bill and Ted face the music. Yes, I believe that so, is what we're covering. So, very exciting. What a weird thing to be able to say. You're going to be covering The New Mutants and The New Bill and Ted. What a world. Yeah, it's very odd, isn't it? It's very odd. Um, thing. And then... The week after, we got Mulan and the new Charlie Kaufman one, which I'm giving the reviews today. I think I'm going to find teeth itchingly annoying. Oh, I'm going to fucking hate it. Yep. Um, I'm kind <laughs> of thinking sense. I might be going that way as well. The way people are falling over themselves for that film is something. And I'm worried. Um because people fell over themselves for Synecdoche, New York, and Anomalisa. And those films, those films are dog shit. Masterpieces. Dog Anomalisa shit. Is terrible movie. Anomalisa is so phenomenal. It was dog one of the best of the decade. Shit. I adore everything of it. Dog shit. Oh, beautiful. Dog shit. Tragic. Dog shit. Art. Beautiful, tragic, dog shit. <laughs> wankery of the highest order can i just point out a film that, that that came out and nobody has spoken about it at all like at the all is the one and only ivan oh yeah that came out it's available <laughs> to watch it. for free on disney plus and nobody has spoken about it that's a fair point i can't the metrics for this is no one's watched it yet what's it even about gorilla about a gorilla it's about oh, it's, right. it's a movie about a gorilla that is voiced by sam rockwell, sam rockwell. yeah and ian have you watched it yet no and you have a child yeah <laughs> this is what i mean nobody gives yeah, a no, shit I get, I yeah no i get it yeah but is lottie like super into brian cranston at this point in her no life but yet? she is like super into animals so um yeah, like it does feel like one I should probably sit her down in front of at some point. Or you could just watch Robin Hood on there instead and just. <sighs> yeah, I know, but I, I don't like having boners in front of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the fucking Robin Hood Disney song stuck in my head the other day, and I was just like walking around humming it all fucking day. It's great, isn't it? Shaka Khan plays a chicken in that movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there. Thank you. That other thing with the weird faces in it as well, isn't she? Angelina Jolie. That could be anyone with you. <laughs> it could, yeah. <laughs> no, because if it was like Saoirse Ronan, it would have been that one with the cold, dead eyes. Usually that would be eternal, but it's not with her. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have movies next week. So um, she looks sexless. She looks just like a robot because of her cold, dead eyes. <laughs> I mean, it's doing it for me. Nice. <laughs> Each to their own. You might enjoy humans. <laughs> well, that was episode 200, 360. I've got a lot of 200 episodes. Wow. 200 and 360? Yep. Fucking hell, that's pretty retail math, that. 
<laughs> that was ten episode, everybody. I promise you, next time I do a podcast where I'm hosting, I'll try and make it a little bit less all over the place. I mean, that was fucking Christ. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us, Jordan. Thank you very much for joining us, Andrew. I'm happy to be here. Can't wait to talk. <laughs> uh, thank you very much ian and thank Hi. you very much rebecca Hi. Um, we should speak to you next week um patreon and um, patreon.com slash film bastards uh there's shitloads of nolan stuff on there and there's shitloads of other stuff ian will be starting uh restarting his um ian's guide to bondage i think <laughs> as long as you fuckers pay for it <laughs> yeah um and yeah uh, we are a pod syndicate podcast uh, listen to their podcast on anything else i've missed i don't think so cool we'll see you next week guys thank you very much bye, Bye-bye.